1: this is the janine Pirot show now
0: here's judge janine piero
1: welcome back to the judge janine tunnel to towers foundation show joining me now is former white house deputy press secretary hogan gidley Hogan, welcome to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show. We've got a lot to talk about today. And, uh, I'd like to start with, uh, some recent news. And that is that Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny dies in a remote prison uh, uh according to the latvian president uh they say he was brutally murdered by the kremlin uh i don't know if you're surprised i don't think a lot of people are surprised but it's a very sad situation uh and uh the guy was 47 years old another opposition leader he was a freedom fighter and not unlike uh, Pergoshin, who got blown up in an airplane what say you
0: yeah, this is a very devastating situation, Judge, and and the only thing surprising is that they didn't do this sooner. I mean, the way the Vladimir Putin operates, uh, we know his record, as you said, blowing somebody up in a plane, other things with poisonings and, and others during uh, so many years uh, in power there. Um, this is a, a really sad case, obviously, uh, one that, that we've all been watching and monitoring with the slight and slim hope that he may get out of jail someday out of this, uh, prison because he criticized Vladimir Putin. I mean, he's a threat to power. And, and what I don't like is is when threats to power like that are suppressed and obviously Russia has a, has a, an iron fist on anyone who would dissent away from Vladimir Putin, uh, anyone who would criticize the government. And this is what happened to this man. Yeah. And, and you face yeah. the penalty of death.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, it's, it's a sad it's a horrible it's a, place. Yeah. It is a sad situation, but I think the most exciting news of the week was, uh, Bonnie, uh, I always thought it was Fannie Willis, her testimony uh, in a courtroom in Georgia. Uh, I got to tell you, uh, Hogan Gidley, that I have been in a lot of courtrooms over a lot of decades. I've been the chief prosecutor and I've been the judge. So I've been on both sides. I have never seen an out of control witness like uh, Fannie Willis and the 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 contempt that she had not only for the attorneys questioning her, but for the judge, uh, pointing her finger at the judge and her contempt for the fact that uh, someone would dare call her uh, and what she's doing inappropriate is just beyond the pale. I've never seen anything like it. Usually they get taken out in the county bus to the local jail and charged with contempt. What say you about her performance?
0: (laughs) I watched some of your commentary yesterday, Judge, spot on. I was blown away by this. This wasn't just uh, a, a good day for democracy or the American people <laughs> and Donald Trump. It was a bad day for Fannie Willis and her attempts to try and take down uh, a former president. Listen, watching her too, the attitude, the body language, the hey, this is my courtroom. She was acting like she was the prosecutor while she was sitting in the witness stand. She doesn't have the facts on her side. Obviously, they're clearly lying about this affair, and and it reminds me. You know, when you have a kid and you say, hey, did you do this? Yes or no? And if you get an explanation, chances are they did the thing that was the bad thing. And every time she got asked a simple question, she went on this whole diatribe trying to defend herself and wouldn't answer the question. And then we try and try and parse words and redefine terms. It was like Bill Clinton saying it depends on what your definition of is is. No, no, he didn't work for me. No, no. He's an agent.
1: He's just an appointment yeah at a point, yeah, he, I yeah he's a super I mean, it's, it's agent strange. Hogan <laughs> Hogan he's her super agent but the look <laughs> I want to be clear to our listeners that the issue is relevant the relevancy has to do with the fact that she gave someone with whom she was romantically involved a six hundred thousand dollar contract and during the period of time that that uh, uh that he was in the office two years six, over six hundred thousand they went on five vacations I mean five vacations vacations in six months. I was a DA. I mean, you have to say to yourself, number one, who's running the office? But number two, and more relevant to this situation is, was she giving him a county contract and then enjoying some of the proceeds of that financial contribution? And so the issue, of course, for the court is determining whether or not she essentially benefited from the money by going on vacation. And the only way she can disprove that since he paid for the vacations is to show that she reimbursed him. There was no reimbursement. There were no withdrawal slips, no deposit slips at his end. No visits to the ATM. No ledgers. No notes. No emails. No texts. Just cash. Cause she, her daddy told her, "You gotta save six months worth of cash." I mean, I, I mean, it was, it was. I gotta tell you, more than anything, it was entertaining. But the worst part of it was that it was condescending. She was. Uh, she was insisting that she wasn't on trial when the truth is her credibility is on trial and she just turned that courtroom into a soap opera and no one could take their eyes off it hogan it was a credibility and also the credibility of the case in
0: general and you mentioned uh her 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 lover here this guy also wasn't qualified for the job (laughs) he was hired for making all of this money it was it was it was watching like a real housewives of the district attorney's office or something. <laughs> it was crazy listening to this and to watch her turn it into, as you said, a soap opera and try and make it like she's now in control and watch me trying to watch them trying to come after me. The whole thing reeks of, 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 of just you know, rampant, rampant problems with what they're trying to accomplish down there in Georgia. And it is what you We're watching this case kind of, Basically, just dissolve right in in our faces because her credibility shot, you said, but the office's credibility is shot. right. Right. Credibility is shot. So the whole purpose at the outset was to try and run a professional operation, a professional trial. And that is all imploded on itself because of the decision she made
1: well and not the the reputation of the office is in jeopardy i mean it's that's the office where they give their boyfriends contracts and that's the office where they don't follow the law and you know it it is stunning to me that you would have someone who is supposedly qualified to be a da who doesn't understand that you don't go into a courtroom and just start pontificating there were no questions on the floor hogan and she just started ranting and raving as a judge i would have said to her ma'am you answer that question, or I will strike everything that you're saying. And I would have done it the next time she gave an unresponsive answer. She was combative. She was um, She was there, she believed, to set everybody straight. And for the judge to tolerate that, and I did some research on the guy. Look, he's only been a judge for, I think it's almost a year. So I don't think he understands what is- position is. And I think he's intimidated by her. And more importantly, Hogan, this judge is going to be up for reelection since he got an appointment uh, less than a year ago. He's up for a, a real election in three months. And I don't think he wants to tick her off. And that concerns me in terms of the final decision that will be made by him in this case as to whether or not she uh, has jeopardized the the case and whether or not she should be disqualified for perjury and filing a false affidavit with the court, presenting false statements to the court. And her disclosures, by the way, don't show anything where she received any kind of benefit in terms of a, a vacation. And by the way, the Wade, I mean, this guy, he, she hired him because he's an expert. This guy was sweating bullets the whole, all day that he was on the stand. Oh, sure. And you,
0: you hit on something that's very vital to this. You cannot undersell how powerful the weight and the sway and the pressure of the mob is. And so the media mob and the reputation he this judge will have in the community if he, in essence, makes this Trump trial go away because of the actions of the prosecutor in the case, Fanny Willis and her lover here. If, if if he does that he's going to be held to a, he's going to be held to account by the community they could turn on him the media could go after him i will say i was encouraged though because even watching shows like uh, over on cnn or msnbc yeah. their hosts were saying hey don't 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 think for 2 seconds this was good this was really bad for the case the real question becomes is the case going to ultimately be thrown out because another da if it gets shifted over to another da Are they going to want to touch this case? That really is kind of the ultimate question for me. But the fact that the left is now saying real problems for Fannie Willis, that tells you how bad the day was. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.
1: Well, yeah, and and I agree with you. You cannot mix up the fact that it was clearly entertaining television with the fact that it is a courtroom where there are major stakes, and, you know, as I've said, she, you know, she holds a lot of what is going to happen in this country in her hands, and you have to look at her and say, I don't think this woman's qualified, where, you know, she is literally looking to take down a former president of the United States, and, you know, her claim that she's not on trial. Well, every witness who takes the witness stand is on trial in terms of their credibility. Are we going to believe you or not? So you sit there and everything that comes out of your mouth, we will assess whether or not it's credible or not. And, you know, the 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 fact that she is able to just pontificate and ignore the rules of the courtroom is is beyond. And in the beginning, and this is kind of in the weeds, Hogan, she says, I'm not a hostile witness. And obviously she she blew in there. She couldn't wait to get in there. And But a right. hostile witness is an adverse witness. And it's like she didn't know that they're the same thing. Legally, she's an adverse witness. And she says, no, I'm not hostile. And they said, come on, you're adverse to the party that's calling you ergo you are a hostile witness Um, and then she'd tell the lawyer don't yell at me while she yelled at them
0: (laughs) i know i'm telling you it had everything you wanted from like a courtroom drama but the fact is at the end of the day it's about credibility for the office credibility for the case she's trying to bring and the credibility of the people trying to bring that case they're all eroding before our very eyes which lends you to believe wait a minute is this exactly what former President Trump has been talking about with the weaponization of branches of government or three-letter agencies coming after him who, who really don't have a case, but they're just doing it for politics? When you start to see the, the coordination, what is it also about the, two lovers working against Donald Trump? It was, first, it was Peter Strzok and Lisa Page. Now we got <laughs> Fannie Willis. And her, like, What is it about these Democrats that go, hey, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get together, have an affair and and not hide it well and on top of that we're going to go after president trump it just blows my mind how yeah. they can keep getting away with this
1: yeah well you know i have some thoughts but i'm not going to go there because i can feel i'm going to get myself in trouble <laughs> but uh you know the, the this is the good news hogan gidley the good news is that if she hired wade for his experience and his ability to prosecute this complicated rico case that doesn't have any precedent uh, she's right. in big trouble. This guy can't handle the stress. I mean every two seconds he was taking a sip of water. He was sweating bullets the whole time. He was rubbing his face, his head, his eyes, his I mean, he's a wreck. This guy can't try a case because he's never tried a felony case. He not withstand the pressure of a courtroom with Donald Trump as a defendant. And if if there's anything that the left has to come away with, they have to recognize that uh, Wade is not capable of trying this case and that her 600000 went for nothing. But I got to ask you a question. How many lawyers can you think of who'd actually go on national television in a courtroom and swear under oath, yeah, most of my clients pay me in cash. You think the IRS has got a bullet on his back? No. <laughs> All right, Hogan Gidley, it's great talking to you. We're going to continue to talk to you uh, throughout the campaign season. We very much appreciate your being with us and we look forward to the next time.
0: Thank you so much. Joe. All, All right. Time. Take
1: care.